to another episode of Muscle Fitness Health with myself, Ads Fitness. Today, going to talk a little bit about like how the body adapts to what we give it and where it can be really beneficial, even if through periods when you're dieting or in a fat loss phase, to focus on nailing it for a short period of time. Now, don't get me wrong. I work with a lot of people who all have different balances. It's actually quite few who I work with who want to really commit to all-out physique progress without being the most important factor in their life. There are many that I work with where it has to work in with a balance of the things that they love most because ultimately for me this is about creating happiness, right? It's no good to me seeing these amazing transformation photos if someone has suffered and they've you know lost their relationship, lost their job and all this by the end of it and they're not happy. It's the words that matter at the end that mean the most. But when you actually have that knowledge as well of how the body works, it is important to understand what's going to make someone happier long term as well. Because one of the biggest misconceptions that I find that a lot of people have is that when they have like a bad day or bad week, which which we all do, right? Um, And their bad day has set them back that week on any progress. It's easy to think that they can then just sort of diet for longer. In reality, it's not strictly true. And that's because of how the body adapts to things. So I tend, even though this isn't strictly true either, it's better to look at it in a context of you can't actually make up for what you lose, not within that same dieting phase anyway. And that's simply because when we start the calories at a certain point, each time we make a dip in those calories, the body has a fresh deficit, okay? But over the period of time, let's say, yeah, throwing a number out, two weeks, that new deficit is suddenly over time, the body's going to adapt and that new deficit becomes a maintenance. So then we create another deficit. Now, there are only so many times that we can dip into the calories before, you know, it's deemed like what we call bottoming out, where you just don't want to go any lower. Okay, if someone's prepping for a show, you can add in another hour of cardio a day or something. You know, there are things that you can do when it's for a purpose like that. But when you're looking at sort of sustaining something longer term, is the higher you can start the calories, the more chances that you have to actually cut those calories when the body plateaus, then the better. And of course, to keep those chances of cutting the calories, it means that, and to make take advantage of them, means that person then has to almost like nail the diet. And it's one of the reasons why if I'm actually working with someone and there are times where I know I'm considering making a dip in the calories, but I know that we're only going to benefit from that if it's one of those weeks where, you know, let's say they've they've shown me over the time that I've worked with them that there are weeks where they nail it. There's weeks where they like to go out and enjoy other things. I'll often check what, you know, is there anything going on this week? Do you see this week being challenging or do you see it being one way you expect to kind of nail things? And if they expect they're going to nail things, it's really important that they say that just with honesty because, they would actually be doing detriment to their longer term progress because I would then be making this cut, which I would rather have held back maybe for the following week if I knew that they were going to go out and have, you know, a few beers and a big cheat meal and stuff that week. And thus we were going to lose that that opportunity where that deficit is fresh. To explain this properly, I'm going to go through like a couple of like hypothetical scenarios, right? So I'm using extremes here. We're just going to call it person A, person B, for ease of numbers, 
We're going on 10 weeks cutting phase. Both of them started at £200 and they both need to lose a total of £15, so a pound and a half a week to get to their ideal phys- physique condition, say. And let's say in week one, they both absolutely nail it and they both lose £3. Week two, um, they both nail it again. This time they both lose a pound and a half. Now, an important note here would be, I'd often say that they've probably lost similar amounts of body fat in both of those weeks. The difference would be water. Often the body will drop some water in week one, especially if you've been sort of eating like a sort of diet very different or much higher in sort of like junk food um, than what you're sort of eating in that week one. The body will often drop a lot of water and then super compensate by holding a bit more the following week. Okay, but by the end of week two, that body's certainly going to be starting to um, adapt to that deficit. It's going to be beginning to plateau, if you like. So then on week three, let's say they both nail it again, right? And they both lose a pound. Okay, obviously two bodies don't respond the same way, but effectively this is the same person, but they're just going through a different sort of adherence, if you like, as the weeks go on. So three weeks in, they're both down to 194.5 pounds after three weeks. Changes are made to both diets, okay? They're brought down to 2,200 calories. Week four, person A nails it, loses two pounds, and they get to 192.5. Person B, though, has a bad day where they eat completely off the plan, includes a pizza, some beers, and as a result, they only lose 0.5 pounds that week. So they are now at 194 pounds. Week five, person A nails it again. As the body's starting to adapt to that uh, previously created deficit, they lose a pound. They're down to 191.5. Person B nails it and also loses a pound. So note that person B doesn't suddenly go and lose what they would have lost in that first week where the deficit's created. Because even though they've had that day of higher calories, the rest of the time they're still on that that new deficit. So the body is still adapting to it. That one day spike is not going to be have been enough to stop their body from adapting to that new um, calorie deficit. So they only lose a pound, even though they nailed it in that second week. And person B, therefore, is down now at 193 pounds. Changes made again before week six. Calories brought down to, let's say, 1,800. Person A nails it, loses two pounds. They're at 189.5 pounds. Person B has a few really bad days on the diet and their weight is maintained at 193 pounds. Week seven, person A loses another pound and a half. Person B, one day completely off the diet, they're still at 193. You can imagine as well, that point, like that mental frustration may have been kicking in. Now, imagine though, if going back previously, I'd have actually delayed their change to the week where they nailed it. They could have maintained then in that week previously and they could have actually lost that two, two and a half pounds for that newly created deficit around week four. Okay, Um, so let's go on to week eight. Person A loses 0.5 pounds, taking them to 187.5. Person B nails the plan, but only loses half a pound. And also, um, so they're now at 192.5. Before week nine, calories are brought down to 1,500. Person A loses a pound and a half and is now at 186. Person B has a birthday party but nails the rest of the week and they lose 0.5 pounds, taking them to 192. Week 10, person A loses a pound and hits their target at 185. Week 10, person B goes completely off track and actually adds a pound, so they're now at 193. Now here's the thing. 
at this stage, person B could be like, it's okay, I can just do it for a bit longer. It doesn't work like that in the context of the calories at 193 are still down to 1,500. We can't change that. That's where we're at. That's where that maintenance, the body's beginning to adapt to that 1,500 calorie being maintenance rather than a deficit. If you consider that person A was already just below 193 pounds when their calories not so much, doesn't matter so much what week it was at, but when the person A hit 193, their calories were still at 2,200. From 1,500, I might be turned around and saying, but there's no more food for me to take away. It could probably, yeah, depend on the person and, and what is still left in their diet. Might be able to wait one more tiny cut. But at that point, what do you do? The body's plateauing then at 193, no more food to take away you have to then go into a reset phase where you're gradually going to introduce more food week by week in very, very small amounts as to make the weight not go up. So you want to basically be increasing the food by as much as possible, but in such small increments that their body adapts to it within the course of a week rather than adding weight. So you might go from 1,500 to 1,600, and they check in at 193, great, push it up to 1,700, they check in at 193, great, and you do that until you get it back up to a place where it's around 2,500, and you hope that they've only added a couple of pounds at the most. So suddenly they can diet again with 2,500 calories again, but obviously now they're five pound lighter. The difference is, rather than just being able to diet for longer, they've actually had to have this four or six week phase in between to be able to get their body back to a place where they're going to diet again. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because for me, it's why I would always think, right, six weeks just nail it for six weeks and I'd have a think about what's going on in that period of time and really focus on it. That said, most of the people I work with don't actually work like that and I, I, I wouldn't necessarily do that now either. Obviously, that was when I was very serious. My own physique was the only thing in my life, right? However, communicating with your coach and understanding that, okay, this week may be challenging because I've got this coming up and this coming up. That can mean that they make a completely different decision on your diet because in that situation, I would actually hold off making those cuts to the calories so that person can then, now the other days, if, if possible, check in around the same weight and then I'll think, okay, so now is the time where we've got a clear week ahead. Now's the time for me to make that initial cut where it is like a fresh deficit. So, Guys, just something to bear in mind. Obviously, if you're looking at losing, you know, 30, 40 pounds of body fat, then you need to have some element of balance. You, okay. But if you're looking at having two days, something each week completely off the diet, then you're probably going to, you know, not progress far if at all. But if it is part of a controlled plan where your coach picks up on your balance, so understands where that balance lies can then guide your things are going to prevent your progress at all. And it's why I like to give people the knowledge so that they understand what, what they're doing is going to lead to, right? Because we may all want a balance where we're going to deviate every single day, but then we're going to be unhappy 12 weeks down the line if we've not made any progress, right? So it's actually getting the info, as far as I'm concerned as a coach, into like a client's head so they realise what their choices are going to do. Because when you have that knowledge, you instantly start to make choices based on your values. And that's why everyone that I work with loves the results.
Guys, I hope this has been helpful. I'll see you next time.